Podcast Network Asia. So if ever there's an apocalypse, I, it was like that. I don't know why. It was like Noah's Ark feels, guys. So, um, and I still feel that way. Um, and then, oh my gosh! Yeah, so I've been talking to some engineers about designing a bunker and like what needs to be in the bunker. There needs to be air supply, food supply, water, that like that. Mm. You had me at air supply. <laughs> <laughs> It was always in the back of my mind that there's a possibility some kind of like end of the world or apocalypse or zombie apocalypse would happen. And then zombie. when this whole COVID thing happened, I was like, see, I knew it. We need to we need to go in the forest and like eat wild honey, RJ. Let's go. I was literally I was literally, I woke up at 2 a.m. during this whole pandemic thing. Mar- March of last year. RJ, I'm so mad you don't have a plan. Let's go into the woods. Let's live like on wild honey and like grow our own food. I didn't know I could be this equal parts happy and sad at the same time because number one, I'm sad because the boys are away today. Burns and brother Jay are busy at Feast Conference. They're both participating in that. So they're away today. However, in place of the boys, we have... A longtime friend who I haven't seen in a really long time. He Apparently. is, yes, joining us for the first time on the show. I think it's long overdue. YouTube phenomenon, Mikey Bustos is here. Oh my gosh. Hi Mike. guys. Hi Sam. Hi Abby. <laughs> Hi Tina. It is a pleasure to be here. And I am so happy seeing you guys. And Sam, it's been forever. I know. What has it been? Like old time. Yes. Okay, so Mikey and I... Yeah. Mikey and I, we used to do um, the radio show together, Good Times, of course, with Mo. That was, it must have, it must have been at least four or five years ago, Mike. Yes, I think that was 2015 or. Oh my gosh, even longer then. 16. Yeah, right, something right. like that. Oh yeah, right. it was a while ago. Right. It's and good then... to see you. You look exactly the same. So do you. I mean, you look great. I know you're big into the fitness now. Thanks. You're, you're, what do you call it? Like you're cutting and I don't know. I'm it? just, I'm eating properly and <laughs> I'm like watching my body transform, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Right. Yes. Right. Something I've never done in my life, I think, is eat. Oh, properly. Tina, whatever. You <laughs> no. are like supermodel skinny all the time. Uh, I wish, but I'm taking I'm taking the proper food, which is, which is spiritually, right? Oh. <laughs> so I need to take a page from you guys and learn how to nourish my spirit. Tina and Mikey are also very good friends. I think you guys saw more of each other. After our radio stint, like I know you guys would meet up and hang out and all that stuff. Um, And then it sounds to me like since then, you've also started building a farmhouse. You have a YouTube channel now where you actually, you know, upload vlogs and give updates on all that that's going on. Like, you know, farmhouse, what's going on here? Yeah. So um, so after uh, the radio show. Uh, I continued to work. We, I did a lot of touring and more videos, of course. And then I just re- reached that age where I'm like, okay, it's time to set some roots down. And um, at the time I was doing radio, I was actually together with my partner. And I mm-hmm. said, you know, RJ, let's let's build a, our dream farmhouse. So I've just been following that whole journey and, and vlogging everything. And um, so, yeah, I'm kind of like settling down. I'm feeling like a Lolo. Like retirement feels. Um, yeah, because it sounds to me like 
<laughs> this um, quarantine period, you did turn into a grandpa. Like you go to I bed did. at eight o'clock. You go to bed at eight o'clock. I know. I know. It's crazy. I don't know what's happening. Um, but yeah, it's uh, been a total lifestyle change since the radio show days. And um, yeah, just kind of cruising now and trying to nourish all ele- all dimensions of my being. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. No, that's cool. And Insta Abbey, see, Mikey is building his farmhouse near your neighborhood because you're in Tagaytay oh. right now, right? Because Insta Abbey in is in now, Cavite. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we're in Cavite. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we're going to be very close neighbors. Yeah, yeah you guys so are neighbors. Weird. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So did... <laughs> oh, it's Etiba. Etiba. <laughs> what? Etiba. <laughs> Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, we 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 I gotta learn that. the gang signs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We gangsta on the show. All right. <laughs> so, was the farm life always like your dream? Because I know Tina, this is her dream life. Is the farm life? Did you know that? It <laughs> is teens. It is. Oh, okay. I never knew this. Well, you're oh. free to come hang out with us, stay with us, and see if you really like the farm life. It's very different, like learning about soil. And I was very much, Sam, into like the science of like nature and oh, animals. Yeah. And so, yeah, like living on the farm and like organically is just, that's been always my dream. Yeah. Um, you. Also- I'm not sure if I'll go that far, like, you know, testing the soil and all. <laughs> you got to learn like, that if you're going to live on the farm. I kind of want like a tiny home with a big lot so I can rescue oh, yeah. all the dogs. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, you guys are, are pretty lovely. much in the same neighborhood. Like the last vlog <laughs> of Mikey's that I watched, you were t- showing everyone the mango tree that you planted, the avocado tree yeah. that you planted. You were touring everyone yeah. around your big garden. Um, and yes, Mikey is a big science nerd. He runs another oh YouTube gosh. channel called Ants Canada, which has over 4 million subscribers. Mm. No less than the creator of The Simpsons, Matt Grenning, got in touch with him because oh gosh, his son yes. is a big fan of your channel and wanted to chat with you. Wow, Sam, someone's done her research. <laughs> no, I you mean, have this not is- changed one bit. <laughs> no, but that's such a big deal. That is a huge deal. What was that Thank like? You. OMG, like I grew up on The Simpsons. That was my staple for television. And so when um, the wife actually of Matt Groening, her name is Augusta, contacted me, we thought it was fake. And then we had to research <laughs> through her Instagram and I'm like, oh my God, it's her. Um, so we, we ended up Zooming with them and the yeah. kid ah! is brilliant. The kid is like a nine-year-old, uh, 11-year-old genius. Uh, uh, for ants he knows scientific names and all of that and I'm like okay when we zoom I hope to see Matt Groening in the background somewhere Matt Groening came up to the (gasps) screen and sat down the whole hour session talking to me and 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 his kid and I was just like hi Matt (laughs) do you time travel you know I I just went crazy wow (laughs) is it groaning or grinning I they pronounce it graining Oh, graining. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, but I was like groaning. Thank I you. Know. I thought no, this whole time groaning. Me too. Oh, uh-uh. 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 graining. Anyways, yeah, total total fanboy moment. Yeah, Instabby, you know the Simpsons, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so Matt Graining sent Mikey an illustration of Homer Simpson covered in fire ants, ants. <laughs> like red ants, right? So I died. Yeah, that's nuts. 
Yeah, it's in it's in a safe somewhere. Amazing, amazing. <laughs> in the bunker. Uh, yeah, it'll be in okay. the bunker. Okay, that too. Okay, so what is this I hear that okay. you are building a bunker in your farmhouse? Is that true? Yes. Okay, so now oh that God, now we're going you? into the realm. Yeah, you you thought I was joking? <laughs> Teens. So now that we're going into the realm of the spiritual sort of, um, a few years ago, this is how I got into farming. I was on, I felt, I could feel it somehow in my spirit that we needed to prepare for something. So this is why we bought the farm lot. Uh, uh, and, uh, we started looking around the eight, 2018. And then so we got it. And then I felt like we needed more. So then we got the other farm lot in Iloilo, which is 33 hectares of land. So wow. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, okay, this is, we're good, I think. So if ever there's an apocalypse, I, it was like that. I don't know why. It was like Noah's Ark feels, guys. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and I still feel that way. Um, and oh then, my gosh. Yeah. So I've been talking to some engineers about designing a bunker and like what, what needs to be in the bunker. There needs to be air supply, food supply, water, that like that. Mm. You had me at air supply. <laughs> <laughs> Even the night song. <laughs> okay. So yeah. that that feeling that you had though, like, did it have anything to do? I mean, I know you said that I don't know why, but did it have anything to do in your head about you know second coming end times? Because on the show, that's kind of what discern what we're discerning right now. Not kind of, because on the show, that's what we're discerning right now is second coming, there is a testimony yes. on the book of Revelation, New Heaven and New Earth, which is the church um, that we have on this, on, on this podcast. We're trying to listen, figure out, and discern if this is true. And it's been fascinating. But I mean, you know, when you hear, yeah, second coming, end times, and all that stuff, like, what are you thinking? And did it have anything to do with this whole move with the farmhouse and the bunker? Absolutely. So I was, uh, I... Growing up, I grew up in the Catholic system and I, of course, read the book of Revelations. I went to catechism and all of that. So um, I always, it was always in the back of my mind that there's a possibility some kind of like end of the world or apocalypse or zombie apocalypse would happen. And then zombie. when this whole COVID thing happened, I was like, see, I knew it. We need to, we need to go in the forest and like eat wild honey, RJ, let's go. I was, literally, I was literally, I woke up at 2 a.m. during this whole pandemic thing, Mar March of last year. I'm like, RJ, I'm so mad you don't have a plan. Let's go into the woods. Let's live like on wild honey and like, like grow our own food. I'm serious, guys. That's how, that's how deep. Wow. <laughs> oh, because that time they were starting. I'm like, I knew it. I'm like, this is like total decay of society. This is. It's like, it's like an apocalypse. You were stuck oh where? No, they were in, in the my condo. condo. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it wasn't stuck. It was just like, I was, I was really nervous. Like, and I like, mean, all of us, right. It shook our core of like Because of security. The, the lockdown. Like when we all went into lockdown, you mean? Yeah. And like oh. people dying from this virus. It's just, it was so Hollywood. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I guess the good news is Mike, and I do believe this now, as we have talked a lot about this on the show, I think when I, I definitely subscribed to that idea before, I think where we would hear end times or second coming, and it would just in my head translate into destruction of the planet, yeah. like life or as we know it on earth 
coming to an end, you know, wiped, wiped out. out. Exactly. Passing through fire. Yeah. And only but... the purest survive. <laughs> You've yeah, given that's... this some thought, obviously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I think as we more, as we learn more about the Bible, we're learning that that's not quite what's going to happen. It's okay. more, yeah, I think second coming and end times is really more like the end of an era and the beginning of a new one. Okay, that, that sits better in my spirit a little. How about you guys? <laughs> yeah. How about you guys? Yeah. Insta Abbey. I mean, would you, is that how you would describe the second coming or end times that we see in the Bible? Yes. So actually, yung mga um, prophecies na nakakatakot, <laughs> like the fire, the, the heavens and earth and all its elements will be destroyed by fire. Like what we've discussed last episode, I think yung fire is not a physical fire. It's spiritual. Mm. Okay. Yes. So it's okay. an end of generation or an era. Oh and then gosh. God will create another one. Mikey will so love this. I guarantee you. Uh, yeah, I think so too. I think this will appeal to yeah, your your science, you know, logic inclined thinking. Um, because what we're doing right now is we're learning the parables in the Bible. So there are figurative words that are used in the Bible and they're based on physical things, but we're they're really conveying to us spiritual things. So cool. that's what we're yeah, that's what we're breaking down right now. Um, do you feel like because you're really more science inclined, did you ever feel like the Bible and science or faith and science, they always kind like they couldn't mix. Flushed. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've, I've had 40 years to think about that question. Um, I've always believed that they could, they could coexist. Mm. It's just a matter of how they were connected. And I'm still actually trying to figure out that connection, but inside, I feel like they can definitely coexist. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I, being a science guy, I mean, even science guy people are afraid of an end of times, you know, it, right. it's not necessarily a spiritual thing. Like, you know, at any moment, a comet can hit the earth and like totally liquefy, you know, yeah. the planet um, uh, or other things like this virus. So, um, so yeah, I, I do feel like they're, they're, they can coexist. I still believe, but I'm still trying to figure out how. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? think we yeah, I think we all are actually here yeah. on the show. Um, and I think learning about the parables helps us um, understand like, okay, why is the Bible written this way? Why did God speak this way? What is he trying to tell us? I think that's what we're trying to get at. And then of course, ultimately the book of Re- Revelation, which is a very confusing book to read on your <laughs> own. Yeah. Very confusing. Yeah. But Mike, where are you like in your spiritual journey? Would do you identify as like a Christian? Are you, you know, where are well, you? Well, um, uh, by paper, I'm Catholic. So I, I <laughs> really, paper. well, yeah, I, I really grew up in the Catholic system in Canada. So from kindergarten to all of high school, it was Catholic. I was raised by nuns and priests and wow. I actually lived with a tita who was a retired nun. So no. I could say any prayer. You tell me any prayer, I know it off by heart. Wow. So I do believe, I, I did grow up um, in in the Catholic faith. My best friend was a priest. I was very active really? in the church. Yeah. Oh my oh, God, yeah. I did not know that. Okay. 
I used to have like morning coffee with the priests and I would, yeah, it was just so much fun. I love the church community. Um, since then, uh, I, I do feel like it was moving away from the formalities of church and more into like a missionary dimension of church. Mm. So now I felt like, I feel like I do believe in God. I, but <clears throat> it has almost evolved in complexity in comparison to what my vision of God was before. Okay. Huh? And, uh. um, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just, <laughs> uh, I, that's the best way I could describe it. Okay. okay. I'm still trying to figure it out too. Like I'm still trying to figure out God myself, but I speak to God every day. Yeah. I do believe that, you know, I, I call him life source, mm. life which source energy, which yeah. he is. That's yeah yeah and okay I don't know yeah that's cool that's, that's cool. where I'm at yeah. yeah no I love how every time we have a guest on and we ask them about just their faith life and where they are in their journey like you know we're all in different parts and we're all trying to figure it out and I love that we get to journey together whenever we have someone over like this and we get to hear about their story and I love it and I love that it's you today like I've missed you so much oh my god I okay. miss you too Sam Ooh, yeah and in honor of Mikey I am oh, hey. from, hey. from the cop you took this home Mikey from remember um Jennifer my classmate back in uh, high school mama who lives oh. in Toronto oh wow oh. she watched your show when you went oh, home and I think oh, she yeah. sent this for me oh cute awesome. it's Abby and- see see Mikey was in Canadian Idol yeah yeah, yeah. singing yeah. Uh, all, the, a- all singing in church every, every week oh wow me for yeah the tv yeah, yeah. Mikey is and an amazing we're... singer and he does Thank all you. of these hilarious spoof videos um you can check that <laughs> at Mikey Bustos the YouTube channel and then again there's Mikey Bustos vlogs and then there's Ants Canada millions of subscribers okay wow. last question before we officially hit the parables for today can't wait is is the bible a part of your spiritual life at all i mean how interested are you in it have you read the whole thing like what is the bible to you in your spiritual I've, life i've definitely read the whole thing um, you have I, of course like i said whoa. i grew up in the, the catholic system whoa, i went to catechism whoa. um yeah definitely read the whole thing it's been many years however um do i ever go back to the bible no um but i do like certain things have stuck in my head like um oh my gosh what in particular there are moments when certain like bible verses will stick to my head ah anytime in in my romance life like love is kind love is patient like all those mm-hmm. little things i i try to apply to my relationships and yeah i mean it's clearly worked i've been with rj now for nine years yeah yeah is that what first corinthians 13 is that where wow. you yes. find that? Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a popular one, like at weddings, right? They they read Sam, that. Sam, can I just say time. that what? this is so interesting to see you like this, <laughs> so different. But it's a good thing. It's a good change. Wow, you like totally know the the verses. No, I'm so I proud of you. No, like I said, this is a very popular go-to wedding Bible verse, right? Yeah. They always quote this one. Yeah. But you're it's right. It's a different area for sure. No, no, you're right. Mikey and I, when we were on the radio together, I was a very different person. You know, I yes. had a very different point in my life. <laughs> wow. 
And she Talk she drags me along with her. Era, the beginning of a new era. Like, now that we're on that Shut topic. It's a new revelation, wow. Sam. Yeah, seriously. This book, yeah. Exactly. Oh, it's Abby. It's Do not believe them. I was always like this. The girl you see in Bible class. This has always been me. Hoy, Tina. <laughs> <laughs> exposing some palangayin eh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, well, I don't know what answer I was expecting with the Bible question, but I did expect you to say that you actually read the whole thing. And it's so funny yeah. because Tina and I were, we're talking, just, talking about just a little prior to the recording and we were like, you know what? We should read the entire Bible. Let's do it together. Oh. I'm sure we can do it alone. That's what we were talking about. I'm like, yeah. Because, you know, the, the Bible class we're doing now, it's very different and we find it very logical. But I'm like, Sammy, you want to go read the Bible? I don't want to read it alone. Can we do it together? Oh. <laughs> no, for, for me, it was grade five. In religion wow. class, we, we started at Genesis, ended at Revelations. You, you read it in school? Yeah, and we even had to summarize it. Whoa. Yeah, like it took the whole year. Wait, that so Mikey, amazing. do you remember any parables? You, yes. Never. Well, I mean, there's the popular ones like the prodigal son. Is that a parable? Mm. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, and then there's the Good Samaritan. Is that yes. one? Yes. Yeah. What? Is it proper to ask Mikey how he understands it? Or I, I it's been a while. It. It's been no. a while. Yeah. I think there are those parables that you mentioned. These are stories we see in the Bible that have moral lessons to convey. But the parables that we are going through with New Heaven and New Earth right now, this is strictly figurative language that God uses in the Bible for prophecies. So, oh, let's talk oh, yeah. about that. Oh, yes, we are. That sounds so, juicy. It I like pro- is I like prophecies. Juicy. <laughs> it is juicy. Like, let's have a look at the future. Go. Yes. Okay, oh so God. yeah, in Sabi, yeah. What parables are we talking about today? Light and darkness. That's why I'm and black. <laughs> I know. Okay. No wonder. Look, Tina, you and I are all wearing black. And then of course we have our guest who is not in black, but that's fine. That's cool. I'm still dark. Yeah. <laughs> Light and darkness. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's start. Okay. So just uh just a short background of what we are sharing here. Sa mga nakarang episodes po kasi, we were discussing the parables or figurative language used in a Bible, especially when God is giving a prophecy or even Jesus when he spoke about the kingdom of heaven and the prophecies para sa second coming. It is something that is not easily understood. Ano ba yung parables or figurative language? In Romans chapter 1, verse 20, sinabi doon, For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, His eternal power, divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made so that men are without excuse. So meron bilanggit na invisible qualities. Ibig sabihin, we can see them, we can touch, we can smell. It means it's spiritual because God is spirit. And God has certain things that we will not understand with our physical senses, but he wants us to understand those things. Papaano? Through physical things or physical creation. Kaya naman, ang parable is it's like borrowing physical things like places, animals, location, events, objects to explain something spiritual. 
So previously, we discussed about seed, field, ano ba? Tree, bird, Tree. food, bowl, beast, bowl, sensor, scale, rod, fire rod. sensor, and pot. Medyo madami na. Mm, <laughs> no? Actually. So, hmm. And we can read those things inside the Bible. But we can't just interpret it physically as it is. There's a spiritual understanding. And same with our topic for this episode. Light and darkness. Dark. So I think light. Light is <clears throat> something to be brought into the darkness. But you can't bring darkness into something, diba? Light can be brought in. So kung malilim, pwede natin lagyan ng liwanag. Pero yung liwanag, hindi natin pwedeng ilagay yung dilim. So ganun kasimple yung difference nila. And like what we were saying, God can help us to understand things about the uh, about the spiritual world through the things of the physical world. Ganun din yung light and darkness. At isa din sa mga bagay na gustong um, ipaunawa sa atin yung Diyos, there are people that belong to Him and there are people that do not. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 1 to 6, sinabi doon, Now, brothers and sisters, about times and dates, we do not need to write to you. So it's about the second coming of Jesus. For you know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night, while people are saying peace and safety, destruction will come on them suddenly as labor pains on a pregnant woman, and they will not escape. But you... Brothers and sisters are not in darkness so that this day should surprise you like a thief. You are all children of the light and children of the day. We do not belong to the night or to the darkness. So then let us not be like others who are asleep, but let us be awake and sober. So that is about children of light and children of the darkness. So there's a major difference between the two. Uh, these two different kinds of people, sons of the day or light, meron ding sons of the night or darkness. Are any of these Bible verses coming back to you? Like transporting you back of to grade five? <laughs> of course. And that's another, uh, the thief in the night uh, um, verse is yeah. another thing that stayed in my mind forever. Hence the oh. bunker. The b- wow. <laughs> yeah. Like I ain't going to let no thief in the night take me. I'm going to build a bunker. Wow, well, there you go. There's the Bible verse that inspired the bunker. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so go, ahead. go on, Abby. Yeah. So sinabi doon, the day of the <clears throat> Lord will come like a thief in the night to those who don't have the light. So this is something spiritual. It says it's dividing people that have the understanding of how Jesus is going to come again and those that do not. And once we do not have that understanding, ano yung mangyayari? Then he comes suddenly. He comes when we don't expect him. But if we have the light, then we can see. At yun yung bagay na gustong ibigay sa atin ng just the light. Pero para maintindihan natin yung spiritual meaning niya, yung deep spiritual understanding niya, alamin muna natin what is the physical characteristic ng isang liwanag. Saan ba siya ginagamit? Una, it helps us to see things. Another thing, it, reveal, it reveals hidden things. To guide us, yes. <laughs> it shines in the darkness. And yeah, katulad nung nabanggit kanina, it is the source of life. Katulad nabanggit ni, ni Mikey, yeah, ang Diyos ay source ng buhay at ganun din itong liwanag. Di ba imagine, can we live or can we survive without the light? Definitely not. Uh, definitely not. The plants, the animals, hindi sila mabubuhay. And one thing then, kahit meron tayong mata, if we have eyes, 
but there is no light, wala pa rin tayong makikita. We cannot makikita. see. Yes. In the same way, if there is a light, but we don't have eyes to see, then hindi pa rin tayo makakakita. Kaya naman, our next episode, at itong episode na ito, are, are related to each other. So tingnan natin, figurative light and darkness. First Thessalonians, it makes clear, it says, do not be like those who are dwelling in darkness. Ano kaya yung actions na meron sila? Ang tao kasi, it's very easy to judge people by their outward appearances, di ba? Pero madalas, hindi nila nakikita yung sarili. And it's so sad. For example, the Pharisees and Sadducees who were the church leaders 2,000 years ago, they easily judged others. Ang mga tax collectors, ang mga prostitutes, adulterers, etc. Even si Jesus and the disciples, ginajudge nila. But they didn't realize na mas worse pa sila actually because they were killing people's spirits with their lies. White so also, yeah. So those who have the light, what do they have? They have the knowledge, the wisdom, and understanding. So light is having understanding of the word of God or even a person with the understanding. Ngayon, ano naman yung darkness? What is the opposite of darkness? Light. Light. Oh. Brightness? Brightness. Yeah. Brightness. What is the opposite of understanding? Light. Not Confusion. 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 Not knowing. Ignorance. Yes. And ignorance is not a bad word actually. So kung naisip ko, oh, I don't have, I don't, I don't understand the word of God, so I feel bad about it. No, it's not. It simply means that we do not know. But if we realize na hindi natin alam at we come to the light, then we can have the light. So very simple. If we have the light, then we are the people with understanding. If we are a person with, under, with no understanding, then we are the people of the darkness. So if we are the people of darkness, then our thoughts about God, about God is dark, malabo. Those uh, thoughts about God's work is going to be dark also. God's prophecies, God's plan, God's purpose and His will, hindi natin malalaman. Kaya kapag may ginagawa ang Diyos, hindi natin makikita kasi nasa darkness. So even in our daily conversation, actually we use light. Yung salitang liwanag. For example, I enter the room and you guys are having conversation and it's really intense. So pumasok ako and I say, what's going on? What happened? Kasi hindi ko alam. So I'm like, I'm, I am left in the dark. So, uh-huh. gagawin niya, diba? And what will you do? Okay, Abby, let me shed some light, light on the situation. Mm. So you'll explain it and I will have the understanding. So same thing to God. If God closes that understanding, then it's darkness. And if, and if He opens that understanding, that's the light. At saan nagmumula yung light? In Psalms 105, ay 119 verse 105, Your word is a lamp for my feet and a light on my path. Familiar? The feast. Very popular. We sing this at the feast, yes. Oh, yeah. okay. Mm-mm. So what is the lamp and the light? The word. The word. Your word is a lamp for my feet and a light onto my path. So the word. It helps us to follow the path. The word reveals the things na ginagawa ng Diyos. And it guides us. And it gives us life. But it's more than the word. It's about the understanding of the word. The reason is, 
God's word is actually sealed to those who do not know. In Psalms 119 verse 130, sinabi doon, the unfolding of your words gives life. It gives understanding to the simple. So if it says the unfolding of your word means what happens next? What happens first? Ano mo yung sitwasyon? It's folded. Kasi sinabi, di ba? The unfolding of your word. Meaning, it is folded first. It is sealed. So no one can actually understand. You can, yes, read it. It's just there. But the unfolding of your word, sinabi, it gives light. Meaning, the light comes when the word is being unfolded or opened. And it says that it says that the light is understanding. So kung merong prophecy ang Diyos, malinaw, is it clear yung prophecy? No, no. it's not. So kailan darating yung light? Kailan maa-unfold siya? Pag naintindihan na natin? Yes, kailan yun? Since it's a prophecy or a promise, it's oh, like so a fulfillment. Sa fulfillment. Yes, when it is happens. fulfilled. Yes, when it happens. In Luke chapter 24, verses 25 and 27, um, the story here is si Jesus na resurrect. And there are two <laughs> disciples walking on the road. And they look very sad kasi si Jesus nawawala yung bangkay. Yun yung usama nila. And then hindi nila alam, unknowingly, si Jesus sumabay sa kanila sa paglalakad. And then Jesus asked, Bakit ang lungkot ninyo? Anong nangyari? So sinabi nung dalawang disciples, hindi mo ba alam yung nangyari sa Panginoon? Namatay siya, and then ngayon, his body's missing. Then anong sabi ni Jesus sa kanila? How foolish you are and how slow to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Did not the Messiah have to suffer those things and then enter his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in all the scriptures concerning himself. So ibig sabihin, they don't understand that it was God's plan. But imagine, sila'y disciples ni Jesus, pero hindi pa rin talaga nila naiintindihan ng lubusan yung salita ng Diyos. They had no idea na kailangang danasin yun ng Panginoong Yesus. So what Jesus did, he explained the scriptures. And after explaining Jesus yun, ano sinabi ng two disciples? In verse 32, they asked each other, were not our hearts burning within us while he talked with us on the road and opened the scriptures to us? So binuksan. Anong ibig sabihin? Not unfolding physically or literally, pero pinaalam ng Panginoong Yesus yung fulfillment prophecy. So Jesus opened the scriptures to them. How? By explaining the prophecy through the fulfillment. In John chapter 1 verses 1 to 5, sinabi doon, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning and through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life. And that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. So sinabi doon, the word is God and is life and is light. But the darkness has not understood it. So if we want God in our lives, what do we need to have? The word. The word. The word. Kasi sinabi, the word is God. So if we want life, we want light, what do we need to have? 
say the word. That's how important the word is. So Jesus is the light of the world. Sinabi niya, I am the light of the world. Even to his disciples, you are the light of the world. Bakit? Yes, si Jesus, he didn't go around glowing. Hindi naman literal yun. But he came with the wisdom, with the knowledge and understanding sa salita ng Diyos. He knows perfectly what is the work of God that needs to be done at that time. So yung mga Jews, the chosen people, yes, they were waiting for the Messiah. But only few were able to accept the light. Kasi nireject nila si Jesus. Bakit? Because in John chapter 3, verse 19, people love darkness instead of light. So they were not able to realize na natutupad na pala yung prophecy, yung pangako ng Diyos sa lumang tipan. So what Jesus did, He exposed the lies of the Pharisees so they can receive the truth. So ano yung nagbablock sa mga tao to receive the light? Lies. Yeah, yung mga false teachings. Kasi, yeah, false teachings na tinuturo ng mga Pharisees, teachers of the law and the Sadducees. But actually, those people, since they are expert sa salita ng Diyos, yeah, magagaling sila, matatalino, they look righteous on the outside. But inwardly, according to Jesus, they are like ferocious wolves. Bakit ferocious wolves? Because they are killing the spirits of the people or the chosen people. So anong kailangan nilang gawin? Actually, si Jesus, ina-expose niya eh, yung kasinungalingan ng mga church leaders at that time. Hindi para i-judge sila or i-condemn sila para maging masama sila sa paningin ng mga tao. But actually, Jesus was giving them a chance to reflect on themselves. Di ba kailangan nilang matanggap yung light? But instead, what, the, what uh, they have done to Jesus, they, they killed him. him. Yeah. yeah, they rejected Ultimately, yeah. They they killed him. him. So pero ang dapat nilang gawin? Let go the lie and then accept the truth. But the truth will come in a certain time. If you think about a timeline, In the Old Testament, there was Adam. So from the time of Adam, alam natin na yung kasalanan ay pumasok. And for this period of time, God is working with these people. From Adam, Noah, Abraham, Moses, yan, sa chosen people. But sin keeps entering more and more and more. And there is a time when God seals the word, sinarhan niya. Nakalagay ito sa Isaiah chapter 29. Ibig sabihin, even though they read it, they can understand it. Kasi prophecy siya. Pangako para sa future. Pero what is the good thing? There is also a prophecy na ito ay bubuksan. It will be revealed in Ezekiel chapters 1 to 3. It talks about the open scroll. So ibig sabihin, yung Old Testament prophecy Darating yung time na ito ay matutupad. Kapag sinabing nakasarado, it means even you read it, you can understand. And it is God who sealed it. It's a whole lot of light. It's a whole lot of light. It, I feel like I just removed my shades that I've been wearing my whole life. But I am oh, wow. taking in this light. Aww. Aww. <laughs> so sa Isaiah chapter 29, the book is sealed. And it was God who sealed it. So kailan to natupad? At the time ng first coming. Simple. Just it's like this. Old Testament, it's like an old promise. It's an like it's like an old covenant of God. 
with the chosen people. And since it's a promise, there is a time na matutupad. Kailan natupad yun? Time of first coming. And then there's another prophecy, New Testament. And when do you think it's going to fulfill? Second, second coming. coming. Mm-hmm. That's why we are trying to, yeah, to understand all these parables and prophecies or figurative languages para kapag dumating yung fulfillment, yan, we are the people of the light na maiintindihan natin yung nangyayari. So there are those who understood and those who did not at the time ng first coming. Sa mga nakaunawa, those who understand, they receive the light. But later, Jesus said, it will go away. Alin yun? The light. This is very important kasi nag-prophesy din si Jesus na a night will come. Yes, when he came 2,000 years ago, there was a light. Because the Old Testament prophecies are fulfilled, were fulfilled. But he said in John chapter 9 verses 4 to 5, as long as it is day, we must do the works of him who sent me. Night is coming when no one can work. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. So when Jesus was there, tinawag niya yun na daytime. Pero what is the promise? Night will come. When it says that it was a day, it means the book is opened. Kasi that is the time of fulfillment where we can understand the prophecies. So what he was saying when he says darkness will come, meaning it's going to be sealed. The words of God are going to be sealed again. Specifically, the New Testament. Because there's a new promise. And if it is a promise, if it is a prophecy, then it is hidden in parables. That is when people no longer understand the word of God. Yes, there are things na nakasulat doon for moral teachings. We can understand uh, the moral teachings, the stories and all, the history. But the prophecy... It's not so easy because it's hidden in parables. What is the proof? In Revelation chapter 5, we can see that there is a sealed scroll sealed with seven seals, which means there is a time na ito ay mabubuksan. And ito ay nakaprophesy din naman in Revelation chapter 10 na there is another mighty angel holding the open scroll, meaning Time ng second coming, ma-fulfill ang lahat ng pangako ng Panginoong Yesus in the New Testament. In short, there's a night time when no one understands the word or the word of prophecy. And there is a day time when the word is open, which means the fulfillment of the prophecy takes place. So time of prophecy, is it night time or day time? Night time. Nighttime. Nighttime. But when the time of fulfillment comes, nighttime or daytime? Daytime. 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 So, ganun kasimple yung light and darkness. So, what is it now? Is it like madaling araw or something? Bukang liwayway ba? It's the abi. The promise of Jesus in John 16:20, John chapter 16 verse 25, though I have been speaking figuratively, a time is coming when I will no longer use this kind of language, but will tell you plainly about my Father. When Jesus um uses the word "time is coming," a time will come. It is referring to the future. 
So it means at the time of the second coming, one of the clues na makikita natin na it is fulfilling now when the parables or the figurative languages are being explained. Which is what How we're doing right now. Uh-huh. how that mikey's asking how that happened in stabby how did that happen? how will that no how will that happen like how will it be explained because aren't we speculating now or is this like fact no um it's so fact. this is this is the stance wow this is the stance of new heaven and new earth shinshaji church of jesus by the way I got so excited about Mikey joining us today that I totally forgot to introduce ourselves, which is what we do in the beginning of the show. But no, I just jumped <laughs> right into conversation, catching up with Mikey. Totally forgot. Yeah. <laughs> Look at us assuming we're all known. We're all famous. Popular, right, Mikey. What are you talking I'm about? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I totally, totally slipped my mind. I was just so, you know, so happy to see Mikey. Fine. But it's true. Yeah. Um, Uh, so my instructor Abby Saget is from New Heaven and New Earth Shinshani Church of Jesus. They are testifying right now about the book of Revelation. Their stance okay. is that the founder of their church, Chairman Lee, is he received an understanding on the book of Revelation. Oh. And that's what they're sharing with the world. They're doing a series okay. online right now. So I get it now. Yeah. That's the context. Um, That is the context. That was the miss. I- that was the missing character. Now I understand. Okay, <laughs> so is, where is yeah. this guy? He's in He's Korea. In Korea. <laughs> They're a Korean oh. church. Uh-uh. Oh. So let's, let's build the bunker there, Mikey. And is he a, is he a lay? Yeah, is he a lay person or like a priest or? No, he's he, our pastor. He's a pastor. But, but Insta Ali, but- I mean, because okay, so. You know, we have been talking to New Heaven and New Earth on the podcast for over a year because we st- I started this podcast with them. And then eventually, like, oh, that's what's happening over at your church? Oh, how interesting. So oh now God, we're kind of... <laughs> no, yeah. So that's why we're kind of discerning now the testimony because from everything we've heard on the podcast, like in the seminars that we've been to so far, he's not a trained or educated uh, mm-hmm. or yes. ordained pastor. Like if anything, oh. he just says that he's a regular person. He was a farmer. Farmer, my yes, farmer. farmer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a theology uh, expert. Yeah, none of that. But this understanding was given to me. And so that is what they're sharing with the world, really. Online. Okay, so he shared this with you, Abby, and you're sharing what he shared with you to us now. Yes. Okay. I can so, get that. Yeah, so their stance is that the second coming is actually happening right now. Like, this is it. It is? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, no, I'm just like, oh, I knew it. I told you so. RJ, did you hear that? Second coming is happening. Now. All right, got it. It's all right. I'm not scared. I'm prepared. I'm a child of the light. <laughs> okay. See, okay. Thank you for saying that because I think a lot of people, when they hear second coming, their instant reaction is fear. Oh my goodness. Freak It's out. It's still a little scary. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. okay. So you don't believe, Abby, on this whole thing of like three days of darkness and like you got to stay indoors. There'll be three days of like complete oh, darkness and like people you know. <laughs> will come knock on your door to be let in and don't let them in because those are demons. Like you Where don't is in that? all that, right? We don't Where believe. is that? Yeah, in the Bible. I don't know. Yeah, like someone, 
someone, I, I, I was maybe like nine years old and like, maybe, maybe, maybe they were Protestant, but they told us this whole story of what's going to happen based on revelations. And that's yeah. where this internal fear that I'm dealing with at a, as a 40 year old uh, came from and and in because, relation to revelations. Because so a lot of like, also a lot of people that I've uh, spoken to about the revelation, they took it literally, Mikey. And even I took it literally. Even the, I, before. Band, even I. Okay. When Sam I was scared me. to death. And oh. even some of the things that have been said during apparitions of Mother Mary. Mm. That's mm. scary. Like in Fatima. That stayed with me forever. Yeah. And yeah. Garabandal, those those girls there. Um, Sorry, uh, what? Who? Our Lady of Garabandal. Oh, there are okay. like these like sisters who like saw this apparition of Mary and they were revealed a vision of hell and like what's coming and they were screaming. Okay, like these are things that like stayed with me as a child. <laughs> right, right. No, and I think there's really a lot of confusion when it comes to the book of Revelation and just prophecies and things like that because people will interpret it many different ways. But I think based on what we have just heard from you today, Insta Abby, because first of all, this concept of the Bible being a book that is sealed during a certain period of time and then opened um, at, I, I guess, when God decides to. Appointed time. Appointed time is what you call it, okay? This concept is something that I've never heard before. This is only something exactly. that I keep hearing from New Heaven and New Earth. And so, and I mean, the Bible does say that, you know, uh, Okay. in the references that you mentioned. And I think with, say, like the book of Revelation, right? When you, I mean, I don't understand the whole thing and that's why we're doing the series, but it does seem to me like the understanding of a book like this is given by God. It's not yes. something that human beings so can figure out. Interpret on their own. On their own. <laughs> You know, like, because I'm a scholar and I've read this book all my life, I've figured it out. I don't think it happens this way. I think the understanding is really given. And maybe that sounds a little strange, but then that is how God works in the Bible. He, you know, there are prophets, there are chosen people who are anointed, you know. Uh, so I guess in this modern age, that sounds a bit wild, but that is consistently how we see God work in the Bible. I think. Okay, so this second coming, right? It's basically un, uh, like one big mass understanding. What it's does that not mean? like the end of a world or anything no, like it's, that. It's yeah. like it's like suddenly it's not, we've been enlightened with some information. It's actually end of an era or a generation. Okay. So it's not the end of the whole world wherein God will destroy everything in it right. like that. No, it's not. Actually, there's a promise that God will come down. Yeah. The heaven will come down. <laughs> Look at my as, as <laughs> in... No, I'm trying to figure scary, out... It. Right? <laughs> yeah, it feels like an opening of a dimension. Like I just think right. black hole opens. <laughs> like another dimension that was not meant to be in this universe comes pouring down. He's going to come down. Like, welcome the to the... Why, <laughs> the reason why I, uh, I said it. <laughs> because if God 
is going to destroy the whole earth or the whole world, then how come he promised that he will come down? Yeah, what's he going to yeah. come back to? Okay, but is that symbolic too? Um, is that metaphoric too? Or we don't know because we're in the dark? <laughs> it's actually, um, how can I say this? God will come back. Okay, but we don't know I don't know how. how for now because it's yeah, hindi pa siya but that's the promise of God and that's the reason why he worked so hard for 6000 years to restore everything. Because the world is I'm corrupted. But my bunker now, it's a waste of money. <laughs> <laughs> it's a waste yeah, of money. Yeah, like it, there's no end of the world happening. There's no end Are you of disappointed? World, a, yeah. <laughs> my whole life's work. Shattered. No, no, I'm just kidding. I, yeah, I know. We, you, I know you are, but I think um, I think that's what we're I'm, doing here. Is we're trying to understand because that is the promise that we see in the Book of Revelation, the salvation plan of God, which is the Bible, ends with God and the heavens coming down here to the physical world, which is yes. what God intended from the beginning. But then there was the fall of Adam. Sin entered, and we've entered. been, yeah, we've in the just dark. Been, oh, it goes back to there. Yes, that's why we need to kind of, I think, have an overarching understanding of the Bible. But you know, that's what we're trying to do here. And I know what you got today is a little piece of that. But I think after having heard, little, this is a huge piece. <laughs> My brain can't even digest this piece of pie <laughs> right now. But you know what? it's interesting. Isn't it though? Isn't it? Um, I mean, It's you, interesting you can... because I can't figure it out yet. Right, right. But I think today's lesson in Stabi basically was about how the Bible talks about a state of understanding and a state of not understanding or maybe choosing not to understand. Because, choosing. yeah, choosing not to understand. Because, you know, I think when we are sincerely seeking God, you know, the promise in the Bible is ask and seek and knock and it'll be given to you, open to you and revealed to you. Not exactly in those words, not verbatim, but something like that. And so I think it's really a matter of number one, realizing that, oh, I am in the dark. I'm in the dark. Mm. And then number two, so how, what am I going to do about it? Am I now then going to humbly ask God for this understanding or am I just going to stay in the dark? Because I think that's kind of what happened during the first coming where the light came and people were like, no, I'm comfy in the dark. I, because the, but there's okay. that line in the, in the I, book of John, uh, the, light, mm-hmm. the light was shining in the darkness, but then the darkness did Maybe. not understand it. Something like that is kind of my takeaway. Yeah, today. Yeah, that explained it super well. I, I get that. Right. Interesting. Another another interesting thing in Stabi, in that one of the verses that you said, which Mikey recalled from his days of reading the Bible and summarizing every book. This is for Thessalonians. I, yes. Bible. <laughs> yes, that one. No, wow, that Tina, one. you too. Right. I'm rubbing off on her. Um <laughs> That thing about Jesus coming like a thief in the night, right? Oh. Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot of 
people talk about this verse and think that we're just never gonna know. It's not our job to know and it's, it's not gonna happen. But a f- I think when you read the whole thing, it does also mention that there are people who are in the light who will be aware. So again, it's yes. like, where are, you, are you team darkness or are you team light? Like, which one are you going to be? I think is kind of the question that we should be reflecting on, perhaps. I'm team light. I mean, like team. I've been I've been left out for so long. Ako yung walang alam, right, Mikey? I want to be a team light. Yeah, yeah we should light. all be team light. Come on, team light. Yeah. There's a lot of darkness in the bunker, Mikey. <laughs> Don't say that. I'm kidding. <laughs> I was divinely inspired to build that bunker. I'm team light. You know what? Having heard what Insta Abby shared with us today, Mike. What are your thoughts on this lesson that we had today on the parables of light and darkness? Okay. The first thing that my first takeaway is that it's not something that is scary, like literal apocalypse vibes. <laughs> um, right, Abby? Yes. Right. Okay. <laughs> Just check in. Um, second takeaway is very complicated. And actually... I, I, I subscribe to this train of thought that we humans just generally don't can't understand readily the truths about the universe and all that is. And so we should always be on this road to asking questions and being curious and figuring out how we can further enlighten ourselves. And I like that. That I get. What about you, Tina? Do you have a takeaway today? Take away ko and dami kong verse sa babasahin. Kasi <laughs> I like, she mentioned so many verses that I really kind of want to, you know, look into tonight. Yeah. But I, I like what Mikey said about asking questions because one thing I loved about studying with, uh, you know, New Heaven and New Earth and Mikey is the fact that they encourage us to ask questions. That's one fact I love about um, studying with Sam and, you know, under New Heaven and New Earth, because they just like really um, encourage us. Hey, if you don't understand, ask, we'll explain. So I, and I think it's the Abby from the beginning. I, I was the student who just had a million questions and she was just so patient. And Sam was, Sam was the best classmate, Mikey. Oh, I'm sure. It's true. <laughs> and that's why we're gonna read it together <laughs> no awesome yeah teams. i yeah yeah so i mean this is kind of what we're doing on the podcast is we're trying to the series is called road to revelation right the the, the final cool. you know pit stop is book of revelation how are we gonna understand this and could it be possible that things are fulfilling already and no. Yes, because if you watch the Revelation series that they're doing right now, I mean, they are, they're talking about dates and places, people, you know. Uh, what? Yes, yes. Are you mentioned, okay, is, is metaverse included in this conversation? <laughs> What's metaverse? Because I do, f- what? Oh my gosh. What's that? Metaverse? Yeah. The metaverse? Oh my okay, repeating it is like, not gonna I feel clarify. Like, I, feel like <laughs> a, I feel like a child of the light right now. Um, <laughs> the metaverse is the next biggest thing since the internet. 
Oh, it's wow. it's like okay. Is that why so they're Facebook, changing Facebook? Facebook like... changed their name to Meta because uh -huh. they feel like the metaverse will be the next thing. So basically, it's virtual world. So imagine the internet, but in 3D, and we'll all be hooked up. And it's a new way to immerse ourselves and get lost in the internet and use it. So, like as you were talking, Abby, I'm like, I wonder if this this talk relates to the metaverse. Everyone's talking about it. It's the Mark Zuckerberg. Thing. I hate it. Just putting it. It's out scary, there. right? I hate it. It's very yeah. Black Mirror feels. I, I know. hate it. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I'm not a big fan of it. I mean, I yeah. wonder what Mr. Lee has to say about that. <laughs> Chairman Mr. Lee is like, I know, <laughs> Chairman Lee, I'm sure he knows it all. You know, I'm sure he knows about Metaverse. It's a big thing. Anyways, that's maybe another, another episode. Yeah, another episode. I, I hope you come back, Mike. I mean, we'd love to invite <laughs> yeah. you back again. Thank you. Um, before See, 8 p.m. So hard. <laughs> and before 8 p.m., which is your bedtime, right? So... Yeah. <laughs> I'm full of adrenaline now. I'm going to like talk to Ajay about this. <laughs> no, that's awesome. That's awesome. Anyways, I, thank you yeah. for having me. It was so great seeing you and listening to you, Abby. It's just really wonderful to see people who are so, no pun intended, bright. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you again, Mike, for joining us today. I mean, I don't have to tell you guys this, but if you want to see Mike and all the great work that he does online, you should definitely check out his YouTube channel. He has three Mikey Bustos, Mikey Bustos Vlogs and Ants Canada. What else are you up to that they don't um, know about? Uh, <laughs> just, just those three for now. Okay. Ooh. All right. Sounds yeah. like you have a surprise. I know. <laughs> right. Stuff in Mikey, the works. We're going to find wow. out in two weeks. Yeah. I will yeah. see you guys in two weeks. Yes. Mm -hmm. Tina and I are going to go see you in a in a few weeks. And then, of course, Insta Abby, tell us about the Revelation series that's going on online with you guys. Yes. Um, you can watch it on YouTube and um, Facebook, our Facebook Facebook page, New Heaven, New Earth PH, and uh, Monday and Thursday. And also we have um, some radio stations who are airing this, uh, this Revelation series. So please watch this. All right. All right. And if you guys want to get in touch with us for anything, you can email us. Um, the narrow door podcast at gmail.com thank you again for joining us today on this episode of the narrow door podcast youtube spotify all this stuff i should have said in the beginning of the show again got too excited about mikey being here we'll see you guys on the next episode bye bye guys bye.